Welcome to a Sunny Side Up Life podcast, a show for the woman who is ready to live an abundant life full of freedom and positivity. I'm your host, Sammy Womack, a nationally recognized money expert, budgeting coach, and your very own hype squad. I'm on a mission to help you break free from survival mode, gain financial freedom, stay motivated, and focus on what matters most. Join the movement and let's start living on the brighter side of life together. And just a reminder that everything discussed in today's episode will be linked in the show notes. Don't forget to follow me on Instagram and Facebook at A Sunny Side Up Life. And if you're ready to take control of your money and need guided instructions, check out my free budgeting challenge by going to asunnysideuplife.com. Now let's get into the episode. Hey, everyone, and welcome back to another solo episode. Today is the last episode of this season. I want to thank you guys so much for all your support, for listening, for sharing for leaving reviews, all the things that you guys do to help the podcast grow, to help new people find this message and find this community. I appreciate you guys so much for all of your support. Um, Yeah, so I will be taking a break until, I don't know, maybe the fall, early winter. I haven't put an exact date on it yet, but of course, you know, follow me on Instagram and I'll be sure to let you guys know when we are coming back. But I wanted to wrap up this season with kind of a inspirational message here, maybe a little pep talk. Try not to take too much of your time up today, make this short and sweet. But I asked you guys a couple weeks ago what you guys wanted to hear for the last few solo episodes. And this question popped up is what to do when you feel like you're not doing enough, even when you actually are. (laughs) And I can totally relate to this. So I was like, all right, this has to be an episode. And I feel like it's almost like we have two voices in our heads where one of our voices is just really critical and destructive. And that voice is just like, what are you even doing? You're such a failure. You're such a screw up. You're lazy. You're never going to be good enough. Just this voice is just nagging and nagging and nagging, right? And the other side of our head is like, no, but like you're doing your best. You've, you've come so far, but you've got a lot on your plate right now. And I feel like it's just an internal battle of these two voices just battling it out. And I feel like sometimes one of those voices is louder than the other, right? And I feel like it is a lot, it is disproportionately that critical side, that side that says you're not doing enough. Even if you wrote down on paper all the things that you are doing and you have done, it doesn't matter. That voice is just really loud. I was actually talking about this exact thing with one of my clients the other day who is also a entrepreneur. She's a life coach. She's done so much work on her own. And so we really relate on that level. And a lot of times when we get on calls together, we get on these tangents of like, it looks like on social media, this and this and this. And she was like, oh, my gosh, girl, I was thinking the same thing about your social media and how social media does not tell the whole story. And I think that it leads us into a comparison trap. 
and not that either one of us are being disingenuous or lying on social media. It's just the fact that social media can never tell the whole story. And her and I both share so much on social media and share how we've grown and how the lessons that we've learned and how they can help others. And but it it also doesn't always show exactly what we're going through in this exact moment. And her and I were both sharing that and we were both talking about how the things that we're currently both working on. And I was sharing with her kind of some intimate details about what I've been talking about in therapy the past few weeks. And she was like, oh, my gosh, you know, and I I said, yeah, you know, and I I really want to share some things that are going on, mostly in my motherhood. Um, Just, you know, my kids are getting older and we're just at this new season of life and just kind of these navigating these this new season. And she was telling me about some things that were going on in her personal life. And she was like, I feel like I will share. But after it's healed a little bit, when the wound isn't quite so fresh, and I was like, yes, same, exactly. Everything I share, I do share very intimate details. I share, you know, about my debt. I share real numbers. I, you know, do all of this with an account that has my real name attached to it, my real face. This is not an anonymous account. This is not a made up name. Um, That's pretty intimate, you know, (laughs) and I do. And I don't feel ashamed or embarrassed doing all this because those are healed wounds. They're very real, but they're healed now. And so a lot of those insecurities that we're currently working through in therapy or, you know, talking through with people that we trust or working through, you know, in our quiet time of the day through prayer, meditation, journaling, whatever kind of self-care you do, whatever we're currently struggling with is not always what we share because I just feel like it's sometimes we're not ready. You know, it's not healed enough. So I go on that tangent basically to tell you that we're all struggling we're all struggling, even the people who look like they have it all together, even the people who are using their career and their voice to help others grow. We are teaching from a place of a healed wound. It was still a very real wound. OK, so if you feel like oh, she's got it all together, no, she's just showing you something that she's already worked through. She's probably currently working through something else that she's not ready to share. And so when we feel like, oh, I'm not doing enough because she's doing X, Y, and Z. Well, she's showing you something that she's already finished, a project she's already finished working on. So you can't compare your chapter one to somebody else's chapter nine. And I like to say chapter nine. I feel like I've been saying that a lot on Instagram because this is my ninth year of being on my debt-free journey. And so as I'm sharing, you know, my real numbers, my net worth, um, different, you know, both of us maxed out our IRAs this year. We've made a lot of progress and it looks, you know, it looks pretty impressive. Our net worth hit 400,000 a couple months ago. And I'm sharing all this, but I also always try to put the disclaimer, you guys, we've been doing this for nine years. 
please do not compare this to your first, second, third, you know, any other year other than ninth. And then still don't even compare it because we're different people. We have a different set of circumstances. So as soon as you start to feel like, oh, I'm not doing enough because this person over here is doing this other thing. For one, they're on a completely different journey. Maybe they've been doing this longer than you. Maybe they have different resources. We can't compare. It's not a comparable situation. Another thing I wanted to share was I recently posted a reel that was like me. Go If you haven't seen it, go back and look for it. I'm wearing a black and white stripe tank top pouring my coffee. And I just re- really recorded that as I was actually pouring my coffee in the morning uh, because I just woke up kind of with this thought in my head and I was like, I got to share it. But basically it was quit being so hard on yourself. Celebrate your small wins. And I got a lot of response to this. Several people in DMs sharing their story and one person commented this whole story of like all of these huge accomplishments that she's had like huge money wins I mean big numbers and she was like and what's crazy is I can type that to you and be like yeah I really did all those things but still simultaneously feel like I haven't done enough and she was like I've done enough yes (laughs) yes you've done enough like you deserve to celebrate those wins, even the small wins. That's what the reel was about. Even if it, you save $5, even if you rounded up your debt payment to the next nearest dollar, that's something extra. Like celebrate that. Sometimes that that's the best we can do and that is good enough. And this whole idea of enough It's just a social construct, right? It's not real because we are not living the exact same life, the exact same experiences, the exact same resources as the person next to us. We're not living the exact same life as our partner who lives in the same house and shares the same money because we've still had different experiences. We've still had our own traumas. We still have our own insecurities. We still have our own strengths and weaknesses. There is, you cannot compare yourself to somebody else because we are different. And that's the most beautiful part about being human. So let's not diminish what is beautiful about being human. We're supposed to be different, which means our journeys are supposed to look different. And you are enough as you are. You're special. You're unique. You're supposed to be different. And then we get into this whole idea of how did we get to this point of feeling like we're not enough? Who told us that we weren't enough? Society in general, culture, religion, our parents, our teachers, our peers, our coworkers, our neighbors our friends, school. Who told us that we weren't enough? Probably a little bit of everybody. Like we've got it coming at us from all different directions. 
you know, and those of us who are millennials, like we grew up in an era of go to college or you're going to be a failure at life. Okay, okay, got to got to get into a good college, got to go to college, regardless of how much debt I get myself into. Okay, got it. Check. Well, you also have to buy a house because every person, every person who's successful owns a house. Okay, well, obviously the housing market is insanely different than it was for our parents and grandparents. Oh, also don't forget that you have to be like a size double zero, like all these Victoria's Secret models. Okay, got it. Got to, you know, worry about how I look. Got it. Okay. You know, and the list is never ending. The list is never ending. And if you're going by all of these different definitions, yeah, you're going to feel like you're never enough because these are impossible standards. And to do them all at the same time, that's just not realistic. I mean, think about the difference. And if we're, we're kind of going from the example of who's telling us that it's not enough from our parents, grandparents, teachers, think about the difference of what was normal for like the average family in like the 50s versus now. You could have a one-income household where typically the husband, dad would go to work and the mom, wife would stay home and they could afford a home, like a nice house. They could afford a car, sometimes two cars. They could afford all these things on one income because the world was a very different place. And so like when our grandparents are telling us this or parents, that was a very different world. You know, and I think really us millennials, when we were growing up, it's it's when it started to shift because I feel like it's like, I don't know, maybe half and half of millennials grew up with a two income household. We kind of we grew up pretty poor Um I would say slightly above poverty. I don't know exactly how much my parents made, but I know that we struggled. I know that, you know, I wore Goodwill and garage sale clothes out of necessity, not for it being trendy. Um, I know that Walmart clothes were a treat. I know that the majority of our lives, we had one vehicle. Um, and my mom worked about half my childhood, I would say. There were, like, I remember seasons of her going to work at Walmart to, like, bring in extra income, and then she would, and then she would not be working again. I guess they would catch up. I'm not sure. Um, I remember other seasons of us owning businesses, and obviously both my parents and grandparents would work at these family businesses, And so it was like a half and half kind of situation, which I think is pretty relatable for most millennials that I talk to. It's kind of when it started to shift. And now it's more common, I think, for families to have a two income household, if not three, if not four. (laughs) Most of my a lot of my clients, like I would say more of my clients have three incomes than one. Like, that's probably more common to have two or three versus having one. Yeah. So what are we saying enough? Like, 
it's a new generation here. We're, we're setting the new norms. So we can't keep going back and comparing to what was normal for our parents or grandparents. So I think we need to kind of redefine what is enough. And I also think that that scale needs to be set for ourselves only. Because we're all different. And we need to set our own precedent of what is enough for ourselves for life right now. Not what was expected of us growing up, not what we think is normal on social media, not what our parents and grandparents are currently telling us now. Our own value system of what is enough for ourselves. Because if you're someone who is trying to climb the corporate ladder, your enough is going to be very different from someone who is trying to start a farm and live a homesteading, crunchy lifestyle, right? If you are, you know, living in a high cost of living city, your life is going to look very different. Your definition of enough is going to look very different than someone who is living out in the middle of nowhere in a super cheap cost of living area. And that's okay. We can't and we shouldn't measure success by someone else's measuring stick. Because it's not fair and it's not realistic in the first place. So, okay, but what do we actually do? How do we feel like we're enough? So I'm a big goal setter and I love I love to set goals. I love the challenge. I love the having something measurable. So set your own goal, like put your blinders on. I'm not worried about what anybody else is doing. I'm not worried about what I think I should be doing, not the shoulds. My old therapist back, back in 2019, she told me that I had a really bad case of the shoulds. Yeah, I'm the oldest child. I'm first generation college graduate, first generation six figure earner. I'm going to be a first generation millionaire. Like, yeah, having a bad case of the shoulds is what gets me out of bed every day. So remember that next time you're like, I should be doing this. That's a bad case of the shoulds. Okay, what do you want to do? Maybe what do you need to do sometimes? Not what should you be doing? That's ridiculous. Says who? <laughs> That's basically what she told me. She's like, says who that you should be doing that? Okay. Anyway, so set your own goals. Say your goal is I want to bring in $4,000 in income this month. And when I do, that is enough. That uh, I'm going to push. I'm going to, I'm going to hustle. And when I do, that will be enough. Write down three priorities for your day or for your week. Three habits that you want to adopt and do every single day for a week. And then you want to do every single day for the second week. Do a 30-day challenge. And when you do that, that will be enough, whatever it is. I'm going to check my budget every single morning while I'm drinking my coffee 
and I'm going to check a little daily habit tracker. You know, there's apps, there's journals, there's all sorts of things that you could do. Give yourself a gold star in whatever way you need to do it, because basically we're basically just kindergartners who can drive. <laughs> we need treats. We need rewards. Give me a freaking gold sticker. Give me a cookie. I need a reward. Whenever you accomplish that, give yourself that reward. Whatever that is. Okay, I'm going to do this habit. Like I am going to stick to my spending budget all week. And then on Friday, I'm going to pick up dinner. I'm going to I'm going to let myself eat out. Or I'm going to order a coffee. Whatever it is, whatever you need, dangle that carrot in front of yourself and let's get some motivation going. But when you do that, when you accomplish said goal, that is enough. For the past three years, I've worked one-on-one -on -one with over 100 clients, real women who are ready to take control of their money once and for all. My coaching sessions are designed to give you completely personalized budgeting support. Together, we'll organize your bills, spending, debt, and savings goals. I'll help you get a system in place that will set you up for success for years to come. I'll answer all of your questions along the way, talk you through building new habits, and most of all, I'll be there to hold you accountable. So this time will be the time that you'll finally stick to your budget and make those dreams a reality. Visit a sunnysideuplife.com slash coaching to apply today to see if one-on-one -on -one budget coaching is right for you. And if you're like me, you're halfway done accomplishing a task or a goal or a habit or whatever it is, and you're already setting the next one. And it's constantly like striving and never resting like let it be a plateau for a minute sit for a minute catch your breath enjoy the view give it give it a minute and then you can climb to the next level and that is something that I I feel like I'll probably still forever be working on but like I said I'm an oldest child. I am an Enneagram 3. I'm a Leo. I'm first generation, all these things. Like, I mean, it's basically in my DNA. And I've accepted that. But I also, I know that that is how I'm wired. And so I know that that's something that I have to continue to work on. So you have to identify that thing that you want to work on, keep working on it, but when you get to that plateau, stop and rest for a minute and enjoy the view. Count your blessings. Count your progress. Pause. Retrace your steps. And be freaking proud of yourself for a minute. You are enough. And even if it takes you longer to hit that goal than you wanted to, guess what? You're still enough. You're still worthy. You're still worthy of rest, of love, belonging, all these things. You're enough. You're still worthy. Because you simply exist, you were put on this earth to do whatever it is you're doing. Breathing, that's enough. 
that's enough. And I'm so proud of you for like getting to this point, for wondering how I, how can I be better? I saw this reel and I can't remember the exact, say, the exact saying of the audio, but it was something to the effect of good moms are the ones who worry if they're good. Like you're doing good because you care if you're doing good. That means you're doing good. That means you're trying. That means your heart's in the right place. So if you're still struggling, if you're like, hey, I hit these goals, like I'm still struggling. I, you know, I don't know. I, I feel like I'm I'm still, I, I hear you, but I still, I need some work. So what do we do? So like I said, I try to teach from a healed place. And I feel like, yes, I've I've come a long way on this part of the feeling like enough journey. So some of the things that I have done is, for one, a gratitude practice. And I have journaled in the past. I go through seasons of journaling. Like, I'm not a writer. I feel like I'm a I'm a talker. I don't know if you guys have noticed. <laughs> I'm a talker. I talk it out. Uh, I'll talk it out with my husband, my sister, my mom, my friends, like I, my therapist, my kids, like I'll talk it out. I will talk this subject to death. And to me, that's like, that's my out loud journaling. But I also will spend quiet time and reflection and do like an internal gratitude practice of really stopping and counting my blessings, counting my progress, being proud of myself for five minutes. And then you like, wow, you really did that. Like you're really here. Sometimes I sit in my office and if you've ever seen my office on my Instagram stories, it's basically, it's an addition of our house and it is three walls of windows. The fourth wall is glass French doors into our living room. So it's basically a, a room of glass. Like I bear, I don't even have any art because there's not enough wall to hang art on in here. It's a sunroom essentially. And I sit here and I am surrounded by trees our neighborhood is an older neighborhood. Houses were built like in the 70s. And so all the trees are pretty big. And it's just a canopy of trees. And I watch the birds and I watch the squirrels. And I watch my cat run around the backyard. And I look at the trees and I look at the sun coming in. And I sit here and I think... You're really here. You really did this. You really paid off all that debt. You really uprooted your family and lived in a two-bedroom, one-bathroom house for five years to get your money straight. You really bought this house. You really got your retirement accounts to where they are now. You really saved your marriage. 
you really had three kids in four and a half years. And I just sit here and I, I like tell it to myself. Like I'm telling, like I would tell my best friend. And that's what you have to do. We don't talk to ourselves enough. Like we're talking to our best friend. And you should be your own best friend. Like, would you ever tell your best friend or your sister or your partner the awful things that you tell yourself? Oh my God, you're so lazy. You really haven't done enough. Are you, you're proud of yourself right now? What a loser. Would you ever say that? No. So why do we say it to ourselves? Sit there and talk to yourself like you would talk to your best friend. Like, dang, girl, you really did it. Like, I am so freaking proud of you. Are you kidding? You're amazing. As my kids would say, slay queen. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. These Gen Alpha kids with their slay queen. Everything is slay queen. I step out of the room and I barely fix my hair and my 12-year-old is like, ooh, mama, you slayed. (laughs) Let's talk to ourselves like that. Even when that is enough. Go to therapy. Goodness gracious. You need therapy is not an insult, friend. It is not. Yeah, I think we all need therapy. You, you guys know that therapists go to therapy, right? <laughs> we all need therapy. It's not an insult. Therapy is the best. Oh, my gosh. It is my favorite thing that I spend money on. And I say that as a really big food lover. As someone who actively, like, buys junk food and fast food. And yeah, therapy is the best. And when you find a good therapist, and if, if you don't like your therapist uh, in that, and, and get one that you do. Because I love my therapist. She is the coolest. She actually laughs at my dark humor. And I love her for that. I mean, she complimented my Star Wars shirt. And then a couple of weeks later, complimented my Spice Girl shirt. I mean, hello. I have the right therapist. (laughs) It's the best. Also, your support system around you, outside of just your therapist, but like making sure that you have people in your corner that you can trust and have your best interest at heart. And there is a book called Buy Yourself the effing lilies except it's spelled out but I won't say it so we don't have to put explicit on this episode um and it's an amazing book and she talks in that book about not sharing your good news with someone who always shoots you down and we all have those people in our lives who as soon as we share good news they're they instantly shoot us down, ruin the mood. They're like, well, it must be nice. Well, I'm glad you're having a good day. I'm having an awful day. I'm glad you had that money when you were able to save that money. Well, I just had to pay for this thing. We all have those people. Like, did someone just pop in your mind when I said that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
that's not the person that you want to share your, hey, I set this really big goal and I actually accomplished it. <laughs> okay. Like, no, mm-mm, don't. That's not the person that you share it with. Not that you have to cut that person out of your life, but that's not the person that you share that news with. You got to find somebody. And if you don't have somebody, Instagram is a magical thing. My two best friends I made through Instagram. Real, I mean, legit, like, you guys know my two best friends, V and Megan. V lives in Colorado. Megan lives in California. I, we were, but we were friends before we met in real life. Okay. Instagram can really be a real place to make friends. Pop, like drop in that girl's DMs and be like, girl, we should be best friends. And then like build that relationship. This is, this is what millennials are doing nowadays. This is how we make friends. Find someone on a similar journey who gets it. And on the subject of really good books that I recommend, well, for one, any of Dr. Brene, Brene Brown's books. Brene is my fairy godmother. She's my guiding source. <laughs> all of her books. Literally read slash listen to all of her books and then listen to them again. And any other personal development books. People ask me what books I recommend for money. And there are great books about money, of course. But nothing will help you as much as personal development. Because regardless of the numbers, the foundation of all of this is personal development. It is building the gratitude. It's believing in yourself. It is feeling like you're enough. It is feeling like you're worthy of a better life in the first place. It's the self-talk. It's all of it. That's the foundation. And without that foundation, your financial journey is never going to get off the ground. So, yes, there are great money books out there. And I've interviewed some authors on the podcast. And there's, you know, there's tons of great money books, of course. But the best thing that you can do for yourself is read some personal development books. Get some people in your corner. Go to therapy. Change that voice in your head and your self-talk. Be nice to yourself, my goodness. And girl, you're going to be unstoppable. Like, you got it. That's that's it. That's it. <laughs> so easy, right? No, but seriously, just take it one day at a time and just remember that you're enough and that you're worthy, okay? Whew, exhale. That's a lot. But I am so proud of you for showing up here today, hitting play on this episode. You've got this. Okay. I'm going to leave you guys with that note until I am back from break. Make sure that you're following me on Instagram so you can keep up with everything and my day-to-day -day life and my stories. And you'll make sure to be notified when I am coming back. Make sure that you're subscribed to the podcast. If you haven't already, please leave a review. All right, that's all for me today. 
Thanks for hanging out for another episode of a Sunny Side Up Life podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with a friend and leave a review. Five-star reviews are what help the podcast grow. Don't forget to check out the episode show notes for links to everything that we talked about in today's episode. And if you want access to all of my free resources or you want to learn how to work one-on-one with me, head over to asunnysideuplife.com to get started. And if you want to keep up with me in the day-to-day, don't forget to follow me on social media at a sunny side up life. Well, that's all for me this week. Bye guys.